Welcome back to the channel today, everyone. I am your host, Sarah Higdon. This is Transform to Freedom. And we got a good show for you today. Um, yeah, so it's been a little bit interesting week. Um, I was at... No, so I was at Freedom Fest last week. Um, yeah, so there's a lot that's been going on this week. And... Let's just get into it. Um, so the first thing I kind of want to talk about today is... Alright. If you haven't seen this, Jason Aldean, and if you don't know Jason Aldean, Jason Aldean is a country artist who was... Um, he was actually... What music festival was that? So he was on stage during the... Uh, the country music festival that was the host of the Las Vegas mass shooting la um, a couple years ago. And he, he came out with a song. And honestly, the song is like the ultimate, like fuck around and find out song. Because if you haven't heard it, it's called uh, try that in a small town. And I wish I could play the music video because basically it, it, it the lyrics of it go through and say actually I think I have some of the lyrics here. Let me see. Um I thought I had the lyrics. I think my other Thing had it so basically it's talking about you know rioting spitting in, at in the face of cops all that stuff um and it's a very small like i mean it's it's going after the antifa and blm riots of 2020 and basically saying like if you try that in a small town like you're gonna find out like what happens it's it's if you come for my guns, you're going to find out what happens. Like I said, F around and find out. This got so much hate over the last week. Like, I can't believe like how much hate that, that, that that's been going on around this. But and to Jason Aldean's credit, like he he didn't, um, he didn't, you know, stand down. He didn't, he didn't fold under the controversy. He, he stepped up and, you know, he, he doubled down on it. So good for him. He didn't bow to the woke mob, but again, this is outlaw country. Like I actually, if you don't know that there is a genre of country music that is called outlaw country in it's kind of this, you know, in your face style music that um, Jason Aldean is kind of, you know, he's playing. And so um, one of the people that came after him was this um, really far left, you know, activist who she, she basically they were calling him racist and you know, all this uh, uh, 
you know, advocating for lynching. Uh, she called it a violent song because he advocated, you know, don't try that in a small town. Recommend you don't try that in a small town. Um, because there is a different value system there. You know, it, things just don't go by. Like the stuff that we're seeing happening in cities. Like you go, shoot, I wrote multi, I, I was writing an article yesterday on Philadelphia. Like one instance that happened in Philadelphia yesterday. When I dove into this story, I went to Google. I started to search more to see what was going on with this story. Four or five other articles. I couldn't find another article about that specific story. But there was like four or five other articles about Philadelphia, somebody being shot in Philadelphia um, within the last three days. And so, like, you see what's going on in these cities, and I think his statement is is true. So, um, but what happened, CMT decided that they were going to pull it because it was controversial. Now, remember, this is the same CMT that pulled Garth Brooks' um, We Shall Be Free in the early 90s for expressing, you know, different... Um, political views than what was quote it was considered i mean we shall be free showed like the berlin wall falling it showed a lot of different stuff and it's it's a great song but it would have been considered more progressive at the time but it was considered and deemed to be you know controversial so they ended up pulling that back then and so now they play all sorts of different stuff but they pulled this this song and um like i said Jason Aldean, he, um, he he stood up to it. So here's what he actually told his audience on Friday, the first time that he spoke since the um, since the you know it's CMT canceled the song. So I love our country. I want to see it restored to what it once was before all this bullshit started happening to us. I love my country, I love my family, and I will do anything to protect that. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> and here's what I want to say. A lot of things out there, and one thing I love, you guys know how it is this day and age, cancel culture is a thing. That's something that... If people don't like what you say, they try and make sure that they can cancel you, which means try and ruin your life, ruin everything. One thing I saw this week was a bunch of country music fans that could see through a lot of the bullshit, all right? I saw country music fans rally like I've never seen before, and it was pretty badass to watch, I gotta say. Thank you guys so much. So I have people ask me, man, everything's going on with this song. Do you think you're going to play it tonight? Do you think you're not going to play it? And I said, you know, people that come to my shows, you guys know what I'm about. You know that, you know what I stand for. I've never shied away from that at all. And I know a lot of you guys, 
grew up like I did, you kind of have the same values, the same principles that I have, which is, which is we want to take our kids to a movie and not worry about some asshole coming in there shooting up the theater, right? So when somebody asked me, hey man, you think you're going to play this song tonight? This, the, answer was, the answer was simple. The people have spoken, and you guys spoke very, very loudly this week. So yeah, so that's what he said. I think, I mean, it's it's right on. When you look at what cancel culture is doing to the country, people just come after you. They want to ruin your lives. It doesn't matter, you know, whether their claims have merit or not. Um, I mean, I don't think there's a day that goes by on Twitter that people aren't, you know, posting to my boss to get me fired simply because I'm trans and I'm open about it and I speak about it. But because of that, they are trying to get me fired and don't think that I should basically be able to have a job. Um, even though they would typically be on my side if I wasn't, you know, trans. It's crazy. But so the lyrics of this song, I, I just looked it up real quick. Lyrics of the song say, um, sucker punch somebody on the sidewalk, carjack an old lady at a red light, pull a gun on the lick on the owner of a liquor store. Y'all think that's cool. Well, act a fool if you like. You know, cuss out a cop, spit in his face. And, like, while this is playing in the video, it's showing, like, the, again, the Antifa riots and everything like that. Stomp on the flag and light it up. Yeah, you think you're tough. We'll try that in a small town. See how far you make it down the road. Around here, we take care of our own. You cross that line. It won't take long for you to find out. I'd recommend you don't try that in a small town. Um, and then it goes into some anti like gun grabber government stuff. Like, you know, they say one day they're going to round up the guns and well, it might fly in the city, but you know, good luck in a small town. It really is. Yeah, it, it really is. You know, no F's left to give. I agree. That's right. Um, but it was, again, it was crazy that he, they came after him. And, I mean, his statement afterwards, it was like, he he, to, he said this, the left-wing activist that called it, you know, racist and violent, he said, um, he called the accusations meritless and dangerous. There's not a single lyric in the song that references race or points or, or points to it. And there isn't a single clip in the video that isn't real news footage. And while I can try to respect others to have their own interpretations of, of a song with music, this one goes too far. The song refers to the feeling of community that I had growing up where we took care of our neighbors, regardless of the difference of background or belief, because they were our neighbors. And that was above any differences. My political views have never been something I've hidden from. And I know that a lot of us in this country don't agree on how we get back to the sense of normalcy where we go 
at least day to day without a headline that keeps us up at night. But the desire for it, that's what the song is all about. And like I said, I think, was it the Route 65 or the Route 60? Which music? I, I can't remember what route it was. It was the it was the music festival. Jason Aldean was on stage when the gunman opened fire. Like, we have to remember that. He knows this better than just about anybody. He was on stage. Gunman starts open fire. He moves out. Some people have been like, well, you know, his small town stuff didn't really happen there. But again, this is, like, what is he supposed to do? Yes, he ran and hid in security. What's he supposed to do? Somebody shooting out a window. It, I, I thought that that, I, I saw that argument on Twitter and it just didn't make sense to me either. But, I mean, he's got support. There's been a lot of support coming from him. Um, actually, it was, again, Friday night. So another country artist, Cody Johnson, put out a statement at his show in Cincinnati. So here's what he said. I live in a town when everybody gets pissed off at Jason Aldean for putting out a song. If you're videoing this, Jason Aldean, if you're seeing this video, you keep it up, brother. You do your business. I like that. I think that was one of the best things that I, I, I heard in a while that when he said, uh, if being patriotic makes me an outlaw, um, then by God, I'll be an outlaw. You know, I didn't actually look, I didn't actually see what happened with the U.S. soccer team. I know there was some controversy about the U.S. women's soccer team and the national anthem, but it seems like we do live in a in a time where people are so anti-U.S. Um, and anything that's patriotic or anything like that, it gets condemned by uh, you know groups of people. Um, I think... I mean, I, I, I love, I actually really like the song. Um, some people said that the, the courthouse that was in the video was like the place of a lynching or something like that. But apparently it also was shown in Hannah, Montana. So I don't know what that's all about. I don't think that that ever was the intention, um, obviously, but, and honestly, what I saw a lot of was people conflating the words of this song. So basically criminals that do these things, you must, if you condemn these criminals, you then must be racist, which is a racist statement in and of itself. Because just like when we, when we talk about LGBT issues, right? So, if we say, if we call somebody a groomer, they say that grooming, you know, the term groomer is an anti-LGBT trope. But who's really making the connections between the term groomer and LGBT? So those on the left. So if it's an, LG, an anti-LGBT trope, who is the real homophobe it's the left because they're the ones that are conflating the two same with this if you conflate this these crimes 
with race, with a certain race or any race, who's really the racist in all this? I'd say it's probably you. <laughs> you know, um, it just doesn't make a lot of sense at this point. Um, but yeah. So I thought that was an interesting story from the week. It was a big topic this week. Um, but probably the biggest topic other than that was this damn Barbie movie. Has anybody, I'm curious if anybody in my audience has actually gone to see the Barbie movie. I did not. Um, so I am curious to see if any of you have gone to see it. I have not. I haven't. I haven't gone to see an Oppenheimer either. Um, the last. I don't see a lot of movies in theaters. Actually, Sound of Freedom was obviously the last one that I saw in theaters. But this whole Barbie movie thing too has kind of gotten interesting. So I've heard a little bit about it. I've heard that the movie itself could be. Okay, so you... yeah, so it's interesting because I'll just actually so what at the end of this story that I wrote on this, um, I pulled up what Lauren Chen from the Blaze actually said, and if you know Lauren's been on the show, I had Lauren, I did an interview with Lauren, one of my first guests a couple years ago. Um, she said the Barbie movie literally has Ken trying to bring the patriarchy, the patriarchy explicitly called it the patriarchy to Barbie land and amend the Barbie land constitution to remove Barbies from position of power. That seems incredibly woke. Um, Libby. So you guys know Libby. I mean, she was on here a couple weeks ago. She wrote a whole op-ed like how she used to love Barbies and then she, so um like to her mother's demise like but she loved them and her mother indulged her and and she went and saw the movie as anti-mother anti you know basically promoting like the feminist values of you have to you know you have to work and do all this but it also saw barbie being you know alone in the end and all the stuff so like i said i didn't see it but I'm just kind of very, I'm very, very, you know, summarizing what, what Libby said. And honestly, I would recommend going to uh, humanevents.com. And I think it's the top thing on human events right now. And, and, and reading Libby's piece, because it was, it was pretty interesting. But I've seen multiple people on the right, especially like, it's been kind of back and forth, right? So what I would say and I've actually had people say they didn't know whether it was supposed to be, you know, mocking wokeness or promoting it. Like it was so, it, it was kind of like how we don't know what is a parody these days. Like that's what this movie was. Um, but as you see, I have pulled up my, you know, Michigan Governor Whitmer, uh, Gretchen Whitmer, if you know, I 
I grew up in Michigan. I graduated from Central Michigan. Um, most of my family still lives in Michigan. I, I really I know a little bit about what's going on in Michigan, but this woman decided to have a photo shoot. And okay, the photo shoot. I'm not gonna knock it too much. It was a good idea, honestly. As a content creator, this is this is actually pretty good. Um, but everything, like all the captions, everything with just who she is, it's cringe. It's very cringe. Okay, um, to do this, but like I said, as a content creator, this is actually it, it's it wasn't too bad. But it was it was cringe to do the photo shoot at the Lansing Capitol. Uh, all this stuff. And again, I just don't like Governor Whitmer. But it was kind of funny. The first thing said was her outside the, uh, was a Barbie outside the Capitol that said, come on, Barbie, let's go govern. Um, yeah, she called herself Governor Barbie, which is really weird. Um, <laughs> I had fun writing this article. So I was given some creative freedom to be a little bit witty. And so I, you know, what governor Barbie Whitney means, Whitmer means by govern is passing laws that would make it a felony to use the wrong pronouns for a person that they feel intimidated or threatened by. Because if you haven't seen the uh, Michigan house passed HB 447, which makes it a felony. If you simply feel intimidated and threatened by which would, actually make it if it could make it a felony um if somebody misgenders you because words are violence remember so if somebody misgenders you and you feel threatened then that could be considered a felony in the state of michigan if this law passes and it's expected to because unfortunately my home state has democrats in both chambers and whitmer so Dive. Like, don't tell me I froze again this week. I did freeze again this week. Okay. I think it's back. No, so... And so that's the way that it could be in the state of Michigan. Now, the next one was the real world can be tough. Why take it? Michiganders in Michigan, we're investing every corner. The governor is trying to. Yeah, that's why I thought I was freezing. I'm 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 trying not to. <laughs> I don't know why. Like my I have high speed internet and it works great, but for some reason, I, I think I need I think I'm at the point where I need a new computer. So if you guys want to like super chat me and help me get a new computer, that would be great. Um but um, so the governor is trying to send out rebate checks, $180 in rebate checks to prevent the income rate, uh, the income tax rate to, from dropping from 4.25 to 4.05, um, which was written into a 2015 law and it, um, and, and so if she has to spend too much, she has to spend so much money. Yeah, she has to spend so much money on. Um, so you don't. Oh, 
it's not me. It's, you've been noticing on, on YouTube, people having issues. Well, and, and then it could be an issue with StreamYard. And that's what I use is StreamYard, um, which I love StreamYard. They have a nice platform and everything like that, but it just seems to slow everything down. I still do think that I'm in need for a new, a new Mac. I think my, my Mac is from 2015 and these things, they last for a long time, but I haven't been able to upgrade the software because I don't have any memory storage on it anymore. So that's where I'm at. Um, but to go back to what I was saying is in 20, in, in 2015, the law, so they have to spend so much, if they don't, if they, you know, break a certain cap on spending, then they, um, then they would have, then they don't have to drop down in income taxes received, but in, if they, if they go under, if they go under that, then they, they do. So they're trying to send out rebate checks, which is like one trip to the grocery store for some people on these rebate checks. Whereas an income tax reduction would do, would be a much better benefit to just about every, everybody. Right. Um, so she's not really looking out for the best in Michigan. She's just looking to not. Yes, that's my dog. And of course she's barking in the stream. She wants to be heard. It is 2022, 2023, so she has a right to be heard, but we're trying to stream here. Um, so yeah, so that's what it is. Now, my favorite one, maybe one of the, oh my gosh, Courtney, thank you so much for this super sticker. That means so much to me. You don't even know. Um, thank you. Um, one of the, probably one of the best things I've ever, one of my favorite things I've ever written was this next line, um, in here where, um, so governor Whitmer said, when I first ran for governor, someone said to me, just promise me you'll show up as you are. Don't dim yourself because what other people think you are. I carried that message through with me up and ups and downs. And then she said, together, we work to create spaces and structures that empower women to show up as they are, and allow them to lead from the front. And so I wrote, you know, being the champion of women that Whitmer often has, you know, Whitmer, that she is, Whitmer has often taken the time to use the language that empowers all adult human females. Like when she referred to them as menstruating people when she was discussing Roe v. Wade. Here's the thing. It's always interesting when you see some of these leftists use the term women in certain situations when they can't even define the word. So when she has often referred to, you know, women as menstruating people, I think she even said, she even said one time people, they got a period, all these degrading language. I don't think she really has a right to say that she's building up people, you know, women. She doesn't know how to even define it. Um, it is interesting because, yeah, I I could have wrote, I could have wrote a thousand more, two thousand more words on this because there were seven posts and I would have gone through every single post if I had the time to go through every single post. I mean, during COVID she was locking everything down. Yeah. 
Mediterranean people is probably the least favorable term. Um, but during, yeah, during COVID, she locked down that state. It was interesting because I didn't go there when everything was completely locked down. But it was, she was one of the governors that was caught like fleeing to Florida when Florida was open and she locked her state down. She was going to enjoy the openness of Florida while her state was locked down. When I got up there though, it was, you know, I think it was around 4th of July timeframe. I will tell you, like when Michigan opened, they opened. Like I remember we, Georgia was the first state that actually opened that, you know, like South Dakota never closed down. Uh, but Georgia was like the first state that closed down for like less than a month. And we opened, we opened before Florida. Most people don't want to recognize that, but we did. Um, and so when we, when we opened back up, you know, the businesses were kind of doing their thing. They were still kind of, at least in my area, they were, there was a lot of business that were requiring masks and, and, you know, social distancing and all this stuff. Gosh, when I went up to Florida or when I went up to Michigan, everything was open. I literally took a yoga class when I was up in Michigan and I was within arm's distance of the people on both sides of me. It was, it was great, you know? Yeah. I think this might be the, might be the worst one that came out with this week. Last week is the term bonus hole. Like where do they come up with these things? I swear that half these people are like controlled opposition and I just don't know. Like, where do they come up with these things? I don't know. But yeah, I can't stand her. I actually sent this, this piece over to my dad and he was like, God, I can't stand her. <laughs> so, um, Yes. Blackrock. Okay, so yeah, this is like I said, go to the, go here. You can read Libby's article about the um about the piece because it was really good. She and if you haven't read Libby's stuff, am I frozen again? God No, this is my internet. I'm not getting a good connection. Um but if you if you've never really read like Libby's stuff, go read it. She's a fantastic writer and fantastic storyteller. Even like this article, she brought everything together. It was, she's a fantastic article, but that's also why she's my editor in chief. That's why she's the editor in chief of two publications. So she's just fantastic and she loves writing. So I'm, I swear, I'm not just saying that to get a raise. No, I'm joking. <laughs> Um, let me see. She, yeah, she, she had a lot to say about this, but she basically said the new Barbie movie is an anti-motherhood man-hating tangle of daddy issues posing as a tale of female empowerment. Yeah. So. Oh, you're so Courtney. You said you're gonna go. 
So you're going to go see Barbie before Oppenheimer. Okay. I see. <laughs> um, I, I do like this. It's the man hating tangle of daddy issues. So Chelsea says, I'm very much disagree with a lot of the sides on the anti-motherhood thing. It's starting to annoy me. I'm child-free by choice, but in a zero way, anti-mother. No, I, I get that. Actually, there's been some stuff on Twitter that has been kind of annoying when it comes to this. Because, like, somebody... I, I've seen people saying that there's no reason to get married other than if you don't want kids, which doesn't make sense at all to me i have i have quite a few friends who don't want kids um and that's fine i actually have people in my people uh, people that are really close to me that don't want kids and you know what and they got married so marriage is about life commitment to your partner not necessarily about having children and um yeah, I, I, honestly, I think the whole thing is what I don't like is people assume that when you don't have children, it's because of choice, um, which usually turns out to be some very awkward conversations between, you know, some mother, some mothers, some people who when they're, you know, telling everybody that they have to have kids once they've had kids and they realize that a lot of people have issues conceiving. Um, you know, um, that's, and they don't know who around them they're actually hurting when they pr promote these values because there's a lot of people with fertility issues. Um, and so, they, yeah, they, they have to, you know, they, 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 they but nobody, like, this is what is annoying me about culture, especially is it's like people are so judgmental on the internet. That's why I say the internet's not real, but people are super judgmental about the way that other people live their lives. Like saying that you shouldn't, if you shouldn't get married, if you don't want to have kids, what does somebody else getting married and not wanting kids? What does it affect you at all? It doesn't. It absolutely doesn't. Um, I think that's a big issue that we see is people want to tell other people how to live in this society. But that's just me. And so, um, and actually, Courtney, so I saw you say something about BlackRock earlier, right? Um, yeah. I do have a special episode i'm gonna I'm, I'm filming probably tomorrow for a thursday release on a special video trying to do more get back to my content creation videos that i've been doing right but so it'll probably be for a thursday release maybe late wednesday release but it's it's about blackrock and the sound of freedom so it's an interesting connection that we're making. Um, and it's basically talking about why, you know, the mainstream media has, you know, hates the Sound of Freedom movie. Um, 
and I I don't really get too deep. I don't, I don't think I'm gonna get too deep into the, you know, the conspiracy like where where they would be so against. Um, and I'm also probably gonna release it on Twitter because I'm gonna try I'm gonna try this thing where I can release a video from StreamYard on a Twitter and stream it on Twitter, which that'll be great. So, um, but, um, yeah, so that will be coming on Thursday. Now, the last story I have for today is the big news that's been announced yesterday, which is Elon Musk is now in the steps to make Twitter called X. So X.com now redirects to Twitter and they are beginning their brand transformation. Look, it's always going to be Twitter. Like, you know, where I grew up, we had a, a, a music venue that was always called something else. And then, um, and then, you know, one of the local big businesses bought the naming rights to the venue. We still, call, we still, I mean, they bought the naming rights to this venue, like, early 2000s. We still, to this day, call it the original name. This is what's going to happen with Twitter. Like, it's always going to be Twitter. Like, nobody's going to start just, you know, up and start saying X. It's always going to be Twitter. So, but I do have to question, like, what is going to be the terms? Because, again, being a news writer, I'm going to have to get used to writing X instead of Twitter. But some people have brought up some good points. Like, instead of a tweet, what do I call it? Again, now, as a writer, what do I call it? Like, I will still call it a tweet and a quote tweet personally but when i'm writing i have to be the most accurate i can be i have to be factual and so what is a tweet i don't think i i, I don't think we've actually come to this conclusion yet um i think it's interesting because yeah elon is wanting to um well they've started to, there's videos now that are taking the logo off of um the building you can see elon's tweet Elon's thing is now just X. Like everything on Twitter is now becoming X. Um, but it's interesting. I think that there is this whole rebranding thing where I saw that he wants to make it like he he wants he wants to make it um, the everything app. I mean, we're streaming on the app right now, so. Um, you know, the, it's the writing app, which that's where it was founded. I think it's, you know, great for videos. It's great for short reels. It's, he started, you know, issuing ad payments to creators. Like it makes sense. And honestly, if he, if he really brings back like the Periscope technology that he owns, it could be something, something huge. Like I said, I'm going to start, I'm 
going to and actually it's taken over for like Patreon, right? You can have people subscribe to your Twitter and like Patreon and get exclusive content. Like that's where like that's what you can do. So it, it really is interesting. Um because now I am still waiting. Elon Musk needs to know, like, I am still waiting for my subscriptions to be approved. It's been, like, months. Like, I have stuff I want to put on to for exclusive content. Like, you know, I'm breaking this, this deadlift record or this squat record. I have videos tracking my progress. And I want to put these videos behind the paywall for subscribers only. You know, so you can track my full progress. Um, like, but I can't because I'm not approved for it yet. Um, I noted that. So then you have the ad, the ad revenue stuff. Like anybody who is eligible, if you're paying for Twitter Blue, and you get 15 million um, views. In the last three months, you're eligible, basically. And honestly, God, I'm, what, maybe, I was 3 million views away from 15 million in the last three months. So, I'm close to being able to get ad revenue. Like, that close. Like, share my tweets. I'm that close. Um, but I also feel like I've been shadow banned. Ever since I said, ever since I... You know, I use the word tranny on uh, on Twitter. I feel like I've been shadow banned. You know, the freedom of speech, not freedom of reach thing. Hmm. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't think this is I mean, it's just going to be weird trying to get used to saying X instead of Twitter. But I don't know. But he needs to get on some of this stuff like. I should be eligible for a lot of it. Um, and, and if you saw, if you saw the title uh, on my main thumbnail, so I thought it was hilarious because it was, um, it was Lou Perez that kind of came up with that. Like Elon Musk turns Twitter non-binary because actually, if you didn't know, you can get you can get the M, the F or the X on your passport and the X is for non-binary. So your passport can actually be non-binary and that's what they use as the X. So basically Twitter's just non-binary now. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's interesting stuff though. Um, let me see. Yep, he said, as soon as we bid adieu to the Twitter brand and gradually all the birds. Um, like I said, there's they've just been like moving everything out. Everything's been changing. Yeah, so I don't know. this. Courtney, you said like the bird over here. That's now an X. Like, I don't know. I, I think that... I. I still have to just like, I have to upgrade my app probably on my phone because everything's still like 
birds and Twitter and everything. I'm pretty, I'm sure it'll change soon, but as of right now, everything on my phone is, is still the way it was. And I, it's okay. But, but honestly, folks, I don't have anything else today. Like I said, I, I have a, another video that I'm going to be putting out probably on Thursday um, about the sound of freedom and why they are actually suppressing it. It's deep and it has to do. Um, and actually it was Ashley Sinclair who kind of tied in the biggest pieces. I was going to film this video last week. Um, actually, yeah. When I was at freedom fest a couple weeks ago, because You know, it was like, um, that was when everything was kind of happening. I just couldn't tie those last pieces together, like why why they were doing the things the way that they were. And so it's not going to dive too deep. But like I said, I'm going to post it on Twitter. I will probably also, I'm going to post it on Rumble. Because I've also seen that some other people, when they made any content about Sound of Freedom on Twitter, those videos have been removed. Um, and so I don't want to get too conspiratorial with it, though, because Twitter will or YouTube may restrict it. Um, and it's not really about human trafficking in and of itself. Um, I don't think, I don't necessarily think that you know, anybody who's going after it really wants to defend human trafficking. Um, but that's where we're at with it right now. So that's what I have there. Um, I want to thank everybody for joining this week and make sure you go subscribe to me across all social media platforms. And I will see you next time actually so i'm gonna have a, a i will probably have a, a special guest i'm gonna have some special guests here coming up pretty soon too i'm just getting confirmations on that so um one will probably be a special interview in a couple weeks and possibly some more guests on this show um but nothing is confirmed as of dates yet so i'll let you guys know what happens there and like i said subscribe comment and I will see you next time.